thought this was a movement. Taking up the airways. You dig? Banked out. The South, we getting banged up. Worldwide, we getting banged up. Yeah. Call up 917-889-8041. Just a bang down radio show. We controlling the globe, and we second to no one. Every Tuesday to Thursday, we putting that work in. Call my do it for the culture. Then it's one love we from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. We'll tip she the trophy. And we keep making moves by coastal. Let them suckers didn't believe, but I told you. So. Banged out, about to be your household name. And banged out, mean we can pop more change. Calling like old. Shout out to Rochelle, networking Saturday is about to be your movie Gotta go be it's the only way to do it It's a conglomerate, we get into it Can't forget Fridays, gotta be inspired with Linda H While you riding on the interstate We got Sundays with sunshine from 5 to 6 While you watching on your dinner plate, make sure to tune in And tap in with the movement Cause it's about to go down, shout out, discover this Captain of the mothership, if you ain't know that you know now with Linda H. Show, where our mission is to help you be encouraged, motivated, and inspired to go after your dreams and to crush your goals. My guest today has been playing football throughout his youth, high school, and college years. He's here today to discuss his experience with trying out for the professional league, and he's also here to give some sound advice to our upcoming athletes. Please help me welcome our guest today, Derek Farrell. Thank you. Thank you, Brad. I'm excited. Hi. I'm excited to tell my story. Okay. Thank you for being here and taking the time to come chat with me. So, uh, let's see. You've been playing football like all your life, pretty much. Okay. At what age did you start playing football? I started playing football at the age of six. Wow. Here in uh, Cochran, at the, at the time it's called CBRD, Cochran Blackley Rec Department. Okay. And was it something that your parents kind of pushed you to go and try out for, or was it something that you wanted to play, like you wanted to play football? It was something that I always wanted to do, you know, growing up. Kids and now they glued to the TV, so that's what I was doing. Growing up, I watched it on TV all the time, you know, a couple guys I idolized growing up, a couple of cousins that had played ball, so something that I wanted to do for sure. Okay, and I and I ask that because um, I have a, a, a young son and he played football for a couple of years at the flag flag level and um, <laughs> we kind of like pushed him into it and he liked it but then once it got to the tackle part he was just like nah I don't want to I don't want to play the tackle so we were like we tried to push him into it a little bit more but he wasn't having it so. <laughs> All right, so uh, what position did you play? In rec league, I played running back in a precinct. Okay. I was on the fast guys. And who is your favorite team? The team you're following right now? Florida Gators. Okay. College football and NFL. Uh, yeah, you know, I got my Falcons shirt on today. <laughs> All right, and um, growing up, 
Who would you say was um, some of your favorite athletes and why? Growing up, uh, offensively, I'm breaking down offense and defense for you. Offensively, it was uh, Reggie Bush. Uh, it was a guy that I, I was idolized at the time. I thought it was a running back. You know, he was, you go back and watch his college family, NFL family, he had a heck of a career. You know, he was a guy nowadays that still considered one of the best running backs to ever come through college. So he was one of the guys that idolized. And then uh, defensively, it's a bunch of them. Um, I see NFL, guys like Brian Dawkins, Eric Reed, Charles Palomalo, uh, college, maybe Tyrant Matthew, Patrick Peterson, Joe Hayden, a bunch of defensive back guys. And um, let's see, you have the opportunity that not too many people have, which is to go try out for professional league. So you tried out for the Canadian Football League, mm -hmm. and would you like to share how that, that came about? Okay, oh yeah. Uh, I graduated from Kennesaw, you know, uh, had a real good pro day, thought I'd have the chance to go play uh, in the NFL. And, uh, I had a good pro day, heard from a couple guys, but never actually got the invite to go to training camp. So after that, a couple of CFL teams called Canadian Football League. Uh, and my agent called me. He's like, hey, I have a couple uh, guys calling. I want you to come try out, try out for them. So one of my buddies, one of my guys, we flew to North Carolina. That's where the GM for Montreal Alouettes, that's where he was located. So me and my guy, we drove up to there, had a real good workout. You know, he told us he was going to let us know, you know, if it was going to bring us up to camp or not. But he told us we had a real good workout, and that's a pretty good chance. So sat around and waited for that a while. And, uh, now, after a while, my agent texted me and he was like, uh, Montreal's not gonna bring you up to camp. So, at the time, it was kind of a heartbreaking, you know, it's something that, you know, I thought I was really gonna do, you know, get a chance to play professional ball. Not something that I grew up as a child, you know, thinking, but as I got into sports and growing up, you know, hearing people telling you, you know, you're really good, you got a chance to play professional ball, it's something that I kind of thought I was gonna get to do. So after I got the text of I'm not going anymore, so I kind of laid off and working out for like two weeks, kind of got into my own head. And then uh, I'll never forget the day of graduation, like May 2017, the day my sister graduated. Uh, we, went back, we went back to my aunt's house that night, uh, and I got a, uh, got a call from a Canadian number. It was like 8, 9 o'clock that night. Where, who's this? So as I answered the phone call, it was like, hey, this is such and such the agent on the day from Montreal. Hey, can you be at the airport by 7? And me thinking 7, it's already 9 o'clock that night, like 7 p.m. Like, uh, no, set, uh, 7 a.m. <laughs> uh, at that time, I'm like, oh, man, I'm, in a, I'm in a rush right now, so I gotta go home, wash clothes. I don't even wash clothes. Oh, <laughs> gotta go home, wash clothes, and try to pack, pack everything. And then the crazy thing about it, I only had a few hours packed, because I had to be in uh, one Robins by 2 o'clock to catch the groom to go to. Atlanta, right to Atlanta. Okay. So, uh, I got there, like I said, I was kind of down on myself. And then coming to find out when I, on my way to Montreal, I'm a week, I'm a week behind the rookies. I miss rookie. Mm. I miss training camp with the rookies. The rookies was already there the week before I was. So by the time I came in, I came in with the veterans. So, you know, I'm already, I was already stacked against me as I get there. I'm down on myself. I'm getting there a week late. Uh, rookies already been there. I missed the rookie camp. And then, okay, now, so I get there, get my foot in the door, I'm thinking, yeah, come now, you're here. You got invited here, you're here just like everybody else, you got a chance. So when I get there, and mind you, I played uh, free safety at my time in Kennesaw State, where I graduated from uh, college. So I get to Montreal, so he's handing out playbooks, give me a playbook, hey, Barrow, playing outside linebacker. Mm. <laughs> outside linebacker, oh my god, I mean... At the time, Vegas can't be choosing. Like, I'm, I'm happy to be here and live out my dream, but then again, like, I don't know anything about the sideline. <laughs> I played free safety, and now they got me. I got to learn how to, a new position. A new position. Yeah, learn a new position. I'm behind all the other guys that 
already helped me in the depth chart because most of them already played outside linebacker. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm coming in a week late. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm learning a new position. So, I, I mean, at the time, I kind of started, you know, preparing myself. I'm like, mentally, like, okay, Derek, just take your time, take one day at a time. You know, and as training camp went on, you know, I started catching on real quick. You know, started learning a new position, started catching on to the plays and playbook. And uh, made it past the first couple of cuts. We go, so we had our first uh, preseason game. We flew to uh, Toronto mm-hmm. uh, against the uh, Toronto Argonauts. So we played, I get to play in my first professional football game. Got my wow. got my name on the back of my jersey for the first time ever. You know, it was a, it was a wonderful feeling. So we get there, played in a uh, game. Uh, I think I did an okay job, you know. Uh, didn't get to play as much. But uh, made one tackle, missed one tackle, you know. So I felt like I did an okay job, you know, enough to make it past another, uh, another cut. So we get back there, I think we ended up losing the game. We get back home, and I'm laying in my bed. We got to sleep in that day. We got to sleep in. So I get back there, I'm laying in my bed, and I just hear knocking on the door. I'm just I'm laying in the bed. Dang, somebody needs to open the door. <laughs> I just keep it, just get the knocking continues. So I'm just laying there. I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe somebody's knocking on my door. Let me just get up and check. So I get up and go check my door, and this is one of the like, player personnel guys. The coaching personnel and uh, Derek Barra, I'm like, yes, sir. Like, uh, you're being cut, it's like on the snap, like on snap of the finger. Oh. Like, you're being cut, you know, um, you might want to get your stuff together, and the GM wants to meet with you. And so, uh, I'm like, uh, can I take a shower real quick? And you get the shower, he's like, yeah, hurry up. So, you know, like I said, I already had prepared myself mentally, you know, mm-hmm. before I even got there. I'm the type of person that's always, you know, prepared for the worst, but still praying for the best. So, as, a, as I got cut, you know, when I talked to him, you know, he told me, that, you know, you're a really good player. We brought you in late, you know, but, you know, as you know, it's a business and it's a, uh, it's a numbers game. So, okay, got on my flight, went back home. And mind you, uh, think about it. Like, they, they cut me. Okay, good. Okay, I wasn't good enough. Fine. And they cut me in the born five and like 15 that year. So. <laughs> No shade over there. By the what? At least make it worth it. So that's when I got home and I got into coaching. That's like landing the coaching job here in Blitzen. Oh wow! Wow. Okay, so that story had a lot in there. Um, unexpected. Be prepared for um, your opportunity can come at any time. You said you basically got a call the night before that you mm-hmm. had to be where you needed to be at the next day, mm-hmm. right? So make sure that you have all your ducks in a row. You have all the tools of the trade. If you applying for things out of country, make sure you have that passport ready. Like you have to make sure you have everything that you need in order to, you know, be ready for that opportunity. I'm still mad about that yeah. <laughs> I meant to ask time. you, yeah. <laughs> did you get to um, travel travel um, Canada or see any sightseeing or nothing? I didn't. They kept us okay. on campus. was at a college, I think, Sheridan College, okay. I'm sure. So we stayed there. So we basically locked us away from the city. Oh. So we focused on football. <laughs> so I didn't even get to tour the city. We paid wow. all the money for a passport. Well, <laughs> you got to make another trip out gotta here. Go back now. <laughs> So you actually was uh, granted another opportunity to try out for professional ball. Mm-hmm. You um, were able to try out for a North Carolina Arena Football League. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about that? All right. So, like I said, I landed at the teaching job. I was a fair pro teaching kindergarten, and uh, around like January or February, my agent called me. He's like, "Hey, there's a team in North Carolina starting up uh, a new arena team. You know, mm-hmm. I know the head coach and the defense coordinator. Like, they like your film. They want you to come up and." Try out for camp. 
So it was another opportunity and professional ball. So, you know, something I want to do. So I uh, resigned at the end of February because I think we had to report to camp at the end of April. No, no, no. Yeah, end of March to beginning of April. Okay. So I resigned, and then uh, this was the opportunity I was excited for. Like I said, uh, chance to play ball again. So I ended up going up. And uh, when we got there, there's a bunch of local guys that I know, you know, real good ball players. So, you know, I had to be on my P's a few when I got there as well. I just got cut. You don't want to, you don't want to get cut again. So, you know, coming in, you know, with a, with a strong mind this time, thinking I'm going to make, make it. I'm prepared. You know, so when we get there, this is only a week-long trial. I like to try in Canada. Try in Canada, I was there for like three and a half weeks. So this one's on okay. like a week. So you only got a week to... To prove yourself. Yeah, to prove yourself. Mm -hmm. So let's get there, you know, and I'm, uh, I feel like I'm doing good this time, you know, and we got a great group of, uh, group of DB guys. So like we all, we all here. There's no one above each other. We all neck and neck. And, um, so we'll go through the camera, get towards the end, you know, uh, we had our last like practice. And so this, this was the final day of cut, like getting okay. cut. So, you know, get done practice, we'll go sit in the locker room, all of us sit in the locker room, the coaches calling us all in there one by one, like calling the guys, tell me if you made it, made it or not. It got towards the end. Heart, heart is racing right now. Oh. You, you don't know if you're going to make it or you're getting cut. So, you know, calling me in and, uh, you know, letting me know. It's like, you know, you're a great player, you know, but you know, as you know, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a business. It's a, it's a numbers game. So, you know, we'll have to cut you and then go with a couple guys. That we think can play, you know, this position and other position where you can only play this position. So yeah. at the time, you know, kind of butt hurt, butt hurt about it. But uh, this team actually went on and won a championship. <laughs> well, like, I, like I said, I got cut, but this team ended up going to win the championship. But I think they ended up going. I think they ended up going undefeated that year. They had a you know really good year. But when I got cut, like this was a group that you know I felt like. They deserve to be yeah, there. Like, they were good mm -hmm. players. And <laughs> yeah, this time when I got cut, I feel like the guys that, that made it, like they deserve it. You know, it was, like I said, it was a great group of guys too. So. And they made it to the championship. <laughs> yeah, at the end they won. They won yeah, the championship first, won, so. first year. First year uh, it was the Carolina Cobras. So, okay. you know, that was a great opportunity. So then, you know, after that, that's when I knew it was it for me. I'm like, I can't, I can't move like I want to. I don't have that same quick twitch that I once had. Mm -hmm. Body starting to break down from college and high school. So. So like I said, for me, if I can't play a game, you know, I'd rather come home and, you know, help the next guy get that chance to go experience something that I spent. So, because I came home and landed my second teaching job at the elementary school in fifth grade special ed. Wow. Okay. That's, that's awesome. So, um, so you also coach, though. So you're, you're a teacher and then you coach um, the sports at, um, the school level as well, middle school and high school. Um, I have a question because sometimes people, when they're pursuing a dream or they have a passion for something, the world's gonna stick with sports. Okay, mm -hmm. the end goal is I'm gonna make it to you know play professional ball, right? And that's where a lot of you know kids, that's what their mind, that's all they see. They don't see nothing else, right? I'm gonna make it to you know NFL or the NBA or you know whatever other league. What in 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 regards to football or any sports? What are some other options that you know this young athlete should also think about? Because you know I'm I'm all about you know following your dreams, but there's many things that can happen, especially you know 
playing professional ball. You know, you could get injured, you may not, you know, get selected for those teams. So what are some other career options that they can think of? Well, for me, uh, anything you put your mind to. That's, that's my question because all, you always want to keep a plan B. I know a lot of people go into sports with, I don't have a plan A, there's no such thing as plan B because there's a plan B that means I'm distracted. No, that's might be the dumbest yeah. thing I've, I've, <laughs> I've ever heard. Yeah, that mm-hmm. might be the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Anything, like you said, anything can happen. Injury, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I said, it's a business. So it's a numbers game. So, but for the for the young people, anybody that's going through that, they want to play ball. Play ball. That's, that's your dream, but always keep that back plan. And whatever you want to be, go to school to be, do it. Lawyer, doctor, whatever they, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know. And nowadays, I, I feel like the coaches are a little different. Like coaches set you up to be, you know, successful nowadays. It's not just about you coming to this college to do what's good. Like I feel like coaches nowadays set, set you up to whatever you want to be and set you on the right path after football. That's, that's okay. the thing now. You got a lot of. Uh, player development guys that come in, like to come and speak to the players. So. Okay, so right. to have them think about other options mm-hmm. and, not, and not just football. Okay, like I said, and one thing that somebody always told me when I was younger that NFL stands for not for long. Oh, so unless you're one of those not time, for long, yeah, okay. not for long. So unless you're one of those guys that get that million dollar contract. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't just bank on football because mm-hmm. even football players or even those professional guys are now making side hustles. They mm-hmm. going back to get their college degrees. Yep. Yeah. So. Okay. I mean, that's I agree with all of that. You know, and find your side hustles too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you you mentioned that you feel that coaching is a little bit different right now, especially mm-hmm. like in the the college level. Mm-hmm. Do you feel? that um, you as a coach should be teaching, you know, our young athletes more than just the fundamentals of the game? Mm-hmm. That's, that's something that I'm big on, on all the guys that I coach. You know? Me, I try to, I'm a young coach, mm-hmm. so I try to relate to my players, as, you know, as much as possible, you know, and let them know that you can come talk to me about anything, not, not just football. There's one thing that, you know, I try to tell myself that if I'm not teaching them, somebody else is teaching them, you know. Yeah. So I'd rather teach them what I know and, you know, and go from there, but if I'm not teaching somebody else, so that's something that you know I try to hark on my guys, my basketball guys, my middle school guys, and that that I'm over. You know, we talk about everything, mm-hmm. grades, how to talk to your parents, and how to how, also how to treat how to treat females. You know, like I said, if I'm not teaching them how to do it, they learn it from somebody else. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with our high school guys. You know, we got we're, we got other good coaches too that you know preach the gospel. You know, that's what our program is based off of. Nice. Now, you know, with everything going on um, currently, you know, we got the COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. and um, many parents are concerned. You know, there's a lot of debate about whether children should go to school this upcoming term or not. Um, one of the things that I noticed a lot of people are considering is the fact that you know, if they keep their kids home, then their kids are not going to be able to play sports. You know, now. Do you feel that, and I know in our county, our county as of right now, we're going to have school open. Okay. Is there anything, or do you feel that you have an extra responsibility to try to ensure that our kids are going to be safe you know, out there on the field? Well, right now as we speak, uh, we have football and basketball workouts. So, you know, uh, GSSA, they set, up, set out a plan. Like every Wednesday, they meet, I guess, as a group, and then they set out guidelines. So, like, when we first started workouts, I think June 8th, it was only groups of 20. 
much. Okay. So like coaches, we all had certain kids that say in that group of 20, they couldn't intertwine with another group. And also coaches, coaches were included in that group of 20, they couldn't go to another group. I see. So like those guidelines we have to follow and then it was four questions. I we have to ask the kids every day when they first come in. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, have you had a fever within the last week? I don't remember the question for sure. Like, all of them left off my head, but it was, have you had a fever within the last week? Um, have you tested positive for COVID? Have you been around anyone that's tested positive for COVID? And, or have you been to a hot spot for COVID? So, like, those are four questions that we ask our guys every single day when they come in. And if they answer yes to any of those questions, just go home. Go home right now. So, so we don't spread it to any other guys. Mm -hmm. But that's like, like I said, every week, uh, DHSA, it's in our guidelines, and now it's up to groups of 50. So, oh, okay. So, I can okay. So, okay. So, so you're a bit more lax on, mm -hmm. on those. Okay. Now, um, what do you feel like um, the college recruitment is going to be like this year? Because <laughs> I know, right? Because I, regardless, you know, each state, each you know, school district is going to have their own, you know, guidelines as to whether they're going to open or not. You know, so I, I'm pretty sure that not all schools is going to have fall, you know, athletics this um, upcoming term. So, what do you think that the recruitment is going to be like for these athletes? That's that's, that's going to be hard because I know a lot of guys have missed out on their spring sports. You know, you got the mm -hmm. spring sports the track baseball and a lot of guys miss out on the opportunity those seniors that yeah that's that's a year that they won't get back that's a, another semester that they won't get back to play but i feel like uh far as that i feel like networking i feel like that'll be your best your best chance right now you know putting yourself out there and boxing coaches because i mean right now that's basically all, all coaches got right now okay. is get on social media and network with other players and coaches and a thing that maybe could help is I don't know if they're gonna do it or not. Is uh, virtual virtual workouts? Hmm. I mean, I feel like that's something that you know could help out because right now we all playing with the unknown. We don't know when we get back to normal. Um, mm -hmm. Will it ever be normal again? So. <laughs> Please don't say that. Will it ever be? Hopefully. <laughs> I, hope, I hope so. You know, I don't want to watch. Um, I'm getting tired of watching um, the DraftKings, the virtual. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I want to see some real football. I hope you know we have an NFL season this um, this upcoming um, season. Hmm. So, what are um, so words of advice that you have for parents? Um, you know, of players, and the reason why I ask is because you know, I said my son played football for a little bit of time, um, and, and he's at the younger, you know, the younger age group. And um, you know, I I've noticed, you know, there's parents that you know they may disagree with the coaches, they may you know coach from the you know from the benches, the sidelines, you know, and they may not always agree with coaches' decisions. And I've personally seen conflicts between parents and coaches. You know, I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but do you have anything that you wish that parents would, you know, know or be mindful of? Let me knock on wood. <laughs> I haven't had any uh, incidents with, with that, uh, but um, what, I, what I try to tell parents, first and foremost, like when we have a uh, player parent meeting, is that, you know, I would, I would never ask your kids to do anything I wouldn't do mm. or ask my siblings to do. So, like, we have the best, like, we have the kids' best interests. Mm -hmm. Like, we're, we're going to put them in the best position to be successful, whether it's on the field, off the field, and uh, through, through life, throughout life. So, we're going we're gonna to put them in the best position to be successful. As far as parents, um, 
you know what I mean? You, you, you always you gonna always have your parents that, you know, that coach on um, football Friday nights, uh, mm-hmm. basketball games. You, you don't always have those. So I mean I just me personally I just try to, you know, try to grind it out and not try to pay attention to it. Because I mean everything's at the football field, you can only have 22 on the field at a time, 11 on offense, 11 on defense. Yeah. Football, basketball, you can only have 10 on the court at a time. So, I mean, I mean, I, you're I, not playing my kid. <laughs> 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 that's, Why is my baby on the sideline? Whatever, whatever your, your chance has is, your, your son has his chance throughout the week to prove itself. And then we're going to yeah. go with the, we're going to go with the best, the best, I feel like the best five on the court for basketball that gives me the, Yep. Best position to win the football. I'm gonna put the best eleven on the field. That, mm-hmm. that I feel like give me give us the best chance to win. So, mm-hmm. my parents, I mean, just <laughs> be, be patient with us and, and trust yeah. the and trust the coach. And okay? trust the process. Trust, yep, trust mm-hmm. it. So, I like to thank you for taking the time to chat with me and mm-hmm. you know give us some input on you know your experience with football. Do you have any words of inspiration for our athletes, especially starting out this new school year? To the younger athletes, and this is something that I tell my athletes, whatever you want to be in life, you, you can be it. Like, whatever it is, whether you want to be a doctor, a lawyer, whatever it may be, but you don't have to put the work in. Like that, the go back to the oldest saying in the book, hard work pays off. And like I said, me personally, my mama had me at the age of 15, my dad was 16, so they had me at a young age, so my mama had to grow up early. And me, like I tell some athletes, I grew up in a project just like most of my kids that I teach, well, some of my kids that I teach. And that, you know, just hard work, keep a level-headed, yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am. Respect and manners will take you a long way and uh, along with hard work. Wow, that's some great advice. Well, thank you so much again for your time and I will see y'all all next week. Yeah.